Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? Today I'm going to do something similar to what I did in yesterday's video. So yesterday I talked about some high risk, high reward running backs, but today we're going to be talking about the wide receivers. So I'm going to go through three guys that I think have a lot of potential this year, but also carry a lot of risk, which makes them kind of boom bust or high risk, high reward picks this season. And before I get into the breakdowns, I just want to say that if you guys are watching this and you enjoy the video, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. That really helps support me a lot. And then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Are you going to be targeting any of these guys this year? You know, are you buying into that high reward or are they just a little bit too risky for you? Let me know and I'll respond back to you. But let's get into it. The first wide receiver I'm going to be talking about is Devontae Adams. He's basically in a very similar situation that his teammate Aaron Jones is in. I talked about Aaron Jones yesterday being a high risk, high reward guy just because we don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. You know, if Aaron Rodgers is back, I think Aaron Jones is likely a mid first round pick, but if not, he probably falls later into the second round. And it's a pretty similar thing for Devontae Adams. If Rodgers is back, I think he's my wide receiver one, but if not, he's probably more of a bottom tier wide receiver one. I think most would agree that Adams should be considered the consensus number one wide receiver after his 2020 season, you know, assuming that Rodgers is back. However, we likely won't get the clarity with Aaron Rodgers. You know, there haven't been a ton of reports coming out. He had that, you know, charity golf thing with Brady and he wasn't really mentioning it. He didn't really seem like he wanted to talk about it. And so you may have to be drafting Adams without really knowing his full situation. And obviously, if Rodgers doesn't return, Devontae Adams' fantasy value is going to take a huge hit. Last year, Adams had the number one target share in the NFL, and that was while being a part of an explosive passing offense. And he also led the NFL in receiving touchdowns. So if we're going from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love, those touchdowns, receptions, and receiving yards are all going to drop with the Packers likely going to a more run focused attack. So kind of another situation where you may have to buy him at this kind of middle price. He's going between where he would be drafted if Rodgers was back or if Rodgers, you know, announced that he will just not play for the Packers. So you basically kind of have to take that risk. But if it pays off, then you get the wide receiver one. If it doesn't, you're probably drafting him at around the wide receiver four or five, you know, and he's probably looking more in that like eight to 10 range. All right, the next guy I'm gonna talk about is Julio Jones. And I think if you're hearing Julio as a high risk, high reward player, I think you're probably thinking that he's risky because of potential regression with his age. That seems to be a hot topic recently, but that's actually not why he's on here. When he was on the field last season, I was impressed. He was playing through an injury and still played well. And I still think he is a top NFL wide receiver, very capable and still a very solid fantasy option. But what I think is risky for Julio is that he is shifting to a completely different offensive scheme. The Falcons have always finished high in terms of pass attempts per game, and that means a lot of opportunities and volume for Julio Jones. So, you know, he's going to be targeted close to 10 times a game. Matt Ryan would just feed him the ball consistently throughout the entire game. In 2020, the Falcons finished third in pass attempts per game, they passed the ball 41.8 times. On the other hand, the Titans were 30th in pass attempts per game. They only threw the ball 31.8 times a game. So that's a 10 pass difference per game, which is obviously huge, especially for a wide receiver's value. 
And A.J. Brown has kind of been criticized for his lack of volume. You know, if you really could criticize an aspect of A.J. Brown's game, it would be, you know, he gets a lot of yardage, a lot of touchdowns. But, you know, the receptions just aren't up there with a lot of the other alpha wide receivers. But when you kind of dig closer, he's getting a really solid amount of the targets in comparison to how often the Titans throw. So he was eighth in target share in 2020. That is honestly not a stat that I would have expected to see before I kind of dug deeper. I think it really just points to this Tennessee Titans offense, you know, not being a super great landing spot for a high volume target. And Julio is a guy who has always relied on volume and not touchdowns. But I do think there is some hope in the volume department. I think AJ Brown and Julio Jones are basically going to be targeted almost every single time. There's no more Corey Davis, no more Adam Humphreys, no more Johnu Smith, and they brought in Julio. So it's just going to be a super concentrated, you know, target share between those two players. But I do think that Julio is going to have to up his touchdown production because it's basically a guarantee he's going to get less volume than he did with the Falcons. So he'll definitely need to reach the end zone. Julio has only gone for double digit touchdowns once in his career, but I do think he's going to need to get close to that number in order to outperform his ADP. So that's why I think he's a little bit risky here. But I mean, if he can put up those touchdowns, which I think he should be able to in this very efficient Titans offense, then he could put together a wide receiver one season this year. The last wide receiver I'm going to talk about is Tyler Lockett, and he is a high risk, high reward pick, basically just because of his wild game splits. He can single-handedly win or lose you a week. You know, he could go out there and put up a 50-point PPR performance, and then he could go out the next week and score you like two points, and you're just wondering what happened. You know, he totally won you that one week, and then the next one, he's basically the reason why you lost. Last season in 2020, he scored 48.7% of his points in three weeks. So almost half of his points came in just three weeks. That's a pretty insane number. And this isn't just a trend from 2020. So it's not just some fluke either. He scored 42.5% of his 2019 points in three weeks. So I think he's basically established that he is a boom or bust receiver on a week to week basis. And it's really just something you're gonna have to decide whether or not you wanna deal with that on your team. I don't really think this is a trend that is gonna drastically shift this year. You know, maybe he gets a little bit more consistent but I don't think he's going to go from this like 50% of his points in three weeks all of a sudden to a guy who's, you know, putting up a really solid, respectable, you know, week to week performance with a high consistency rating. I just don't think he's going to be that kind of guy. But I think Lockett will likely finish ahead of his ADP in terms of points per game. We saw him finish as the wide receiver 12 in points per game last season. But I feel like he really didn't feel like a wide receiver one if you had him on your team just because you were happy with his performance like a couple times during the season and the rest of it, you were pretty disappointed. But so like I said, he finished as the wide receiver 12 in points per game, but is being drafted as the wide receiver 20. And so here he's basically the definition of a high risk, high reward pick on a weekly basis. All right, so those are the three wide receivers that I think are high risk, high reward picks this year. It's Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, and Tyler Lockett. If you guys enjoyed this video, you found it helpful, please just hit that like button and think about subscribing to the channel. And then also let me know your thoughts down below. Are you guys going to be drafting any of these players or are you going to be staying away just because they're a little bit too risky for you? Let me know down below and I'll respond back to you as soon as I can. 
Thank you guys so much for stopping by, watching, and listening. Stay tuned in the next couple days. I'll be putting out the same sort of videos for quarterback and tight end position. So look out for that. But that's all I have for today. Thank you and see you guys tomorrow.